No, it's really hurt. Why do you have to live on an escalator? Not an escalator. Set of stairs. I also live on a what? set of stairs. Yeah, well, both of you have to live on a set of stairs. Well, what's wrong with stairs? They're not. And I'm going to have to live on a We're set of stairs. We're the elevated people of society. Uh-huh. And it shows. Okay, hey everyone! <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Battle the Backlog. I am your host, Carlos. I am joined again by my co-host, Tyler. Hello. We actually play video games. I swear. We swear. Um, and we also have a brand new special guest. One, one, one of kind, unique uh, premiere. It's Hunter. Oh, hey, Hunter. Oh, hi, everybody. How, how, how are you doing today, Hunter? I'm good, Carlos. How are you? I'm pretty great. Um, so you we heard- love you, Hunter. So you're a big video game guy. You're a big video game boy. Uh, I'm about as... I would say I'm a big casual video game guy. Big casual. But you, you play a lot. I would just... say I would say I play as much as a casual person can play. How much is a before casual you, person? Before you move on to the next level. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you're like at that prestige rank, but you just don't actually do it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? In real life... I never prestige. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so how about we? Okay, so let's start with tell us about your uh, video game origins, and then tell us like what's like your favorite game. Uh, okay, you probably should have warned me about that uh, before we started this. No, no we need your instant that. real uh, reaction. So my first video game experience was uh, Super Mario 3 mm-hmm. on the NES. Uh, solid. Uh, that's what my, my brother and my sister would play that. Um, I had no idea what was going on in that game, but I, I played it. And uh, I played the NES for a long time because uh, both of my siblings moved out and I was too young for other video games. So I just played that and I played... Uh, God, there's like... A terrible, like, fighter pilot game and a oh uh, uh, uh was it the top down? Was it nineteen forty two? No. Oh, okay. It was it was a it was like a it was like F, it was like F fifteen pilot or something like that or something along those lines. And then there was also uh, like Thunder Man? Thunder Knights, like the the Tom Cruise movie video game adaptation. There's something like that. There was a Top Gun game, yeah. No, no, no not, not Top Gun. No, it's, a, it's, Top a, Gun. it's a NASCAR game. What? Oh, oh, yeah, oh. it's a NASCAR game. And well, it's called Days of Thunder. That's what it's called. It's called Days uh, of Thunder. Oh my god, this is Eric and Speedy Gonzalez all over again. Based, based off of the uh, Tom Cruise movie of the same name. Um, and I had no idea how to play that one either. And I just rammed into walls. Um, and then uh, a couple of years later, then I got a, a Dreamcast. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I have a very unconventional, I think, like... Yeah, you picked all the wrong ones. Video, yeah, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, and then uh, after the Dreamcast, I got a, a PlayStation 2. I went okay. straight to a PlayStation 2. Right, that's, that's conventional. That was, no. yeah, and then after that, wow. I had a 360 and then a PS4. So, you know, pretty... Other than... And then also, like, you know, con- like, um, uh, mobile, like, you know, Game Boys. Sure. You know. Oh, all the handhelds? Yeah, all yeah. the handhelds. Did you, did you get an uh, Xbox at all, ever? I received like an, an Xbox secondhand after the 360 was already a thing. Pretty cool. Hey, so, solid. No, that's fine. And I never touched it, and I sold it for 360 games. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. So, yeah. All right, so then what is your 
your favorite game or like a short all right give us a short list of your favorite games like top five top five or three this isn't set in stone like if you forget a game no big deal um i would say don't add us so if i had i'm kind of gonna go i don't know what my current favorite game is okay but some major games in my gaming history right some games that really made me enjoy video games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Classify those, yeah. So, obviously, Super Mario 3. I really like that game. Okay. okay, okay. On the Dreamcast, right? I had a Max Steel video game. <laughs> what is I don't know if Max any of you know Steel? the what? show Max Steel. It's an awful, awful, awful <laughs> superhero <laughs> show that... <laughs> was made for the sole purpose of merchandise. Well, it's like every... every yeah, no, sure, but it's, it's a terrible show about this guy who basically gets these, like, cybernetic enhancements, uh-huh. right? And I'd watch that show constantly. And there's a video game that came out for it, and there's, like, action figures for it. I had all of it, right? I love Max Steel. Game, awful. At the time, I knew it was awful, but I kept playing it. And then, uh... I really liked Guitar Hero when it came out, and that was a really big game for me. I used to go to Best Buy every week with my dad, and we would go and play the demo of Guitar Hero. Oh yeah! Every single week. In that sound and I would room? just no, it wasn't. Even, it was just in on the floor. Oh. Okay. Like, and I just I would play it until he made me leave, and then I finally got that as like a Christmas present, you know, that year or whatever, yeah. and I played that constantly, and that led to like. You know, I had every single guitar here. Like you know, one, two, like rock the eighties, uh, like you know, Ooh. Van Halen and Green Day and all that. And then I had you know moved over to rock band, all that kind of stuff. I was gonna ask if you played the rock band. Games. Yeah, and then after after World Tour, up until up until World Tour, I liked Guitar Hero. But after World Tour, I switched to rock band as my main rhythm game. Yeah, it's pretty. World Tour is pretty whack. Um, crap! I, now I just forgot what my I, I had a list in my head that was going of the important games. Um, oh, uh, the Call of Duty series, right? Of course. But I'm talking of about course. OG Call of Duty, right? Like when it was Medal of Honor versus Call of Duty. Uh, like oh, uh, so so like I'm talking like Call of Duty One, Call of Duty Two, like World Big Red One, Big Red One, love Big so Red One, so good. I never played it. Oh, I love Big Red One. I, I started that World at War, and that was uh, that was you amazing. Yeah, no, I I got I played every single Call of Duty game, you know, as like like growing up. Like I you know I love because my dad my dad actually oh I forgot I had a GameCube I, and a Wii. I forgot about those. You, you didn't have a Wii. Yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah. about those. Because uh, that shows how much I played them. There's <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, some shade there. Right? I mean, the the main games that I remember us playing on the Wii were like Smash. Uh-huh. I didn't have Smash. You didn't have you Brawl. Smash. I did not. We played Brawl. We did not. Oh no! Oh, I took that back. I had it for a little bit. Yeah. I did not have it for a long time. Because I remember us playing the campaign. So I remember us yes. doing the subspace. subspace emissary. Yeah. And then playing. Uh, <laughs> Rayman, Raven Rabbids, Rabbids too. Yes. All right. Which is Some fun. of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> kind of fun. We died on the floor, I think, playing yeah. that game. Yeah, it was. It was um, the Wii was a great console. Like everybody sleeps on it, but like 
Wii Sports? I played oh, yeah. hours oh, of absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, my dad like when when I had the GameCube, right? Mm-hmm. My dad does not care about video games at all, right? But this man would stay up until like three o'clock in the morning playing uh, Medal of Honor on the GameCube, <laughs> <laughs> and so like you know uh, after I got my PS2, I I uh, I got Call of Duty, and I would basically do the same thing with Call of Duty, and that was for like one, two, three. All you know, all of it, and then uh, I have a distinct memory about going to your house, Carlos. Mm-hmm. Right after you got a 360, I did, and you're like, "Hey, check out this! This is like pretty soon after we met too. We only only know each other for a pretty short amount of time. I feel like at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a middle school. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you just like gotten a 360, and you're like, "Hey, you have to check out this new game called you know that or like this new Call of Duty game, Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare." And, uh, like, that was, like, I have to get a 360. Like, yeah. I, I, From that I, moment? Yeah, I was, like, I had... Because up until that point, you know, I was playing just your normal games on PS2, but I didn't really know. I was never... Growing up, I was never super um, in the know about video games. Like, I basically would just uh, walk the, sh- the shelves of Blockbuster and, you know, go, oh, that looks cool, and that's what I would play. And just rent it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I had awesome. no idea what like what was in at the time you know like i didn't know like what popular games were um and it wasn't until i went over to carlos's house and played modern warfare and halo 3 because i hadn't played any halo games because i didn't have an xbox up until that point yeah man so i had no idea what halo was so yeah i like and then yeah so i convinced my parents to go get a 360 i got that and i'm like oh cool i'm gonna go play uh with my friends now Little did I know that you had to buy that little uh, wireless... The adapter on the back. Yeah, receiver on the back that cost another $100. Yeah, and that was was ridiculous. And you know what? Actually, also remembering this, not only was there that, but having a 360 is the only reason that my house had (laughs) (laughs) Wi-Fi. My dad and I had no idea what (laughs) Wi-Fi was at that time. We went up to Best Buy and we're like... Hey, my son's trying to play this game with his friends online, but we don't know how to do that. And he's like, oh yeah, you just have to get this receiver. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's like really expensive, but can we get it, Dad? And he's like, yeah, I guess, you know, if that's what you need. And so we got that. I take it home, and I'm like, okay, what's this Wi-Fi I need to, to connect to? They're like, what's up? You just push the button on your router. And I'm like, what? What is a router? <laughs> so what? So you just had dial-up internet, or yeah, it oh. was just plugged into the wall. You know, like we had in our computer room yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like it's just yeah. To be fair, I didn't even know about Wi-Fi at that point. I did have Wi-Fi. I think my my the brother concept, made maybe. us get it, yeah. but like the computer was set up to the Ethernet cord, and then like the Xbox was hooked up to the Ethernet. So like I just all I really needed was like Xbox Gold, so I could actually play online, oh, but. Yeah. I'm I'm amazed my dad paid for all that. Yeah, yeah. it seems like something he would never like right. spend the money on, on top of a whole console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, thinking back on it, that's insane to mm-hmm. me. I remember I used to have to save up my allowances because I never I didn't get like a weekly allowance or anything, but right. I would get like five bucks if I mowed the lawn every other weekend when I visited my dad. So I remember it took me a whole month saved up that fifteen bucks to get a uh, the gold membership. Played uh played 
what was it, Halo 3 for like maybe two weeks and then I'd stop and then forget <laughs> and then had to, had to grind out another $15 another month later to mm-hmm. play online again. But, oh, yeah, man, what I, a staple. I got lucky because my brother had gold. Basically, to play Madden 08, I remember it was just that. to play I had Madden 08. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't have to worry about it until he stopped playing the Xbox and he was just like a wow kid or whatever. And then he just stopped playing video games completely. World Warcraft does that to somebody. Well, I mean, it wasn't that, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got pretty lucky with that. But yeah, I, I never got an allowance. It was basically just me. I didn't have any money until I, I basically said like, hey, I want this thing. And then they would give me like... Uh, things I would have to complete. Like, for example, to get the Xbox, I basically had to, like, complete, I think it was the sixth grade, with, like, all A's. Oh, you just had to grab, yeah, okay. If you got all A's, we'll get you an Xbox. And I was like, okay. And he said it, like, on a whim or whatever, and then I, like, give him a report card, and I was like, you said <laughs> I'm getting a 360, and I'm gonna get it. And then we went to GameStop or whatever, and we got it. It was pretty sweet. Man. Those consoles lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Hunter, after Call of Duty, yeah, anything else that you think is majorly important? Uh, uh, one game that is important that Ace I Combat. hate, I do like Ace Combat. Yeah! But that's, I, I love all flying games, and any, any games that have any flying mechanic in them. Hunter's my fly guy. Uh, Throw that out there. Like when we played GTA, anytime we would have any sort of mission I'd be like okay I'm gonna go get a helicopter real quick I'll be right back guys or like, I'm gonna go get a plane real quick I'll just give you air support but uh one game that uh has a significant part of my gaming history on top of GTA cause that is also a huge GTA 5 is like I've put hundreds of hours in that game right uh is the Destiny series unfortunately <laughs> cause that's the game I got that game uh, I got my PS4, uh, and it's the Destiny Edition, the all-white PS4, Destiny came out, and uh, that was really my first experience with, like, even though it's a, a looter shooter, it's still, like, the first real, real like, RPG, MMO kind of, like... Massive multiplayer. Yeah, but, like... Essentially. Like, grind fest, like... Uh, it was definitely a grind fest. Yeah. And so, that game, like, consumed my life for, like, the six months that, you know, it came out. And my friends and I, we'd play every night, you know, we'd do all of our dailies and weeklies and raid and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, quickly became very toxic and, like, uh, um, a time dump for me. And, uh, I was living, uh, at the time with my friend Kevin, who, I mean... Maybe, maybe not be on the podcast at some point. I don't know. I think probably not. I think that's a safe <laughs> no. Well, uh, living with him, we're both extremely competitive, especially when it comes to each other. And uh, he and I would constantly be going back and forth about who had like the better loadout, who had like the highest you know, level, light level, all that kind of stuff. And uh, because of that, any time that I didn't get to play at Destiny and they would go and raid like without me, because there's only so many people that can go yeah, at can raid one, at one time, time in yeah. a fire team, you know. And uh, was it four? 
five? It was, it was well, I think it was four in Destiny. Yeah, in Destiny 1, I think it was four. For a or, fire no, team. Actual fire t- yeah. But then, like, a raid is but six. But a raid is, like, six, yeah. Okay. And But we had, like, seven people in the group. Right. So here's where it comes in. Basically, whoever was the lowest of the totem pole Ugh. just didn't get to play. That's fucked. Right? Yeah. And so it was, con- like, not only was there a competition between Kevin and I, there was also competition just in the group inherently by the number of people. And so I I missed, like, you know, just because of life, I missed a couple weeks where I, like, didn't play as much as I had, and I quickly fell behind everyone else, and that really, like, was psychologically messing me up of, like, knowing that I... It's not only just, like, fear of missing out, it's also, like falling behind yeah. <laughs> like and there's an actual a literal number that's telling you just how <laughs> far behind you are of everyone you know yeah and uh so after falling that fa- that far behind i realized like i can't play this game <laughs> i hate this yeah it's... i can't play this <laughs> and so i stopped and i didn't play until like i you know i think i i got up to like the second dlc for that game and i stopped playing for one? Yeah, for one. Okay. And shortly after, Destiny 2 comes out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right. Like, you'll never see me playing Destiny again. I remember again. those days, yeah. It'll never happen. I'm never going to play Destiny again. I hate Destiny. I'm not going to play. <laughs> but of course, as all things, you know, are, my friends are like, oh, Hunter, you should get Destiny 2. Remember when we used to play Destiny 2 all, or Destiny all the time? I'm like, oh, yeah, man. No, 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 I'm not going to play that. I'm not going to fall for this. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to spend money on a game that I probably won't even play. I'll play it for two weeks, so I'll never play it again. But, of course, I bought it. And I played for a couple months, and we, you know, we beat the first raid, and I leveled up max level in all three characters, and I was doing all the weeklies and all the dailies, and uh, once again, taking over everything. And so... Uh, I I saw what was happening, and luckily there was a bit of a lull in the content, and I dipped. I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore, ever again. And, and but I, then uh, the new expansion came out, <laughs> Forsaken, right? So Forsaken's out. It's only forty dollars, right? That's not that only bad. Only forty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, another friend, EJ, is like, Hey, Hunter. You should play Destiny 2. The new expansion's on sale. <laughs> and I'm like, no. EJ, I'm never going to play this game. I know you weren't around when I played when I was playing before, but I said I would never play again. <laughs> he's like, alright, sure, okay, whatever. But then Kevin is like, hey, Hunter, you know Destiny 2? The expansion's out. It's on sale. You should get it. You should play with us. EJ and I are playing right now. And I'm like... No, I'm not going to do it. I got other games to play. I don't need to do this. But I'm sitting there, and I'm in a party with them. I hear them talking. I hear what they're saying. Oof. And I break down, and I get the expansion. And that's all I've been doing for the past month. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That's that's Hunter's official backlog. That's my awful relationship with Destiny. His official backlog is just Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion. Alright, that was a pretty good introduction. To our good friend Hunter. Now let's let's get into the topic, which is something we came up with real quick. Um, On the fly. I guess 
specifically uh, Steam sale. I want to talk about summer sale. Deal. But I just wanted to talk about Steam as a whole, really. Okay. So the Steam sale, which comes out every, I guess it's every season, right? Spring, summer, fall, every, winter. Yep. Yeah. The, their biggest is the summer sale. Yeah. The, the big one is the summer sale. Um, came out last week, as planned. Um, and it's popping off. What what are, what are you guys' experiences with the Steam sale? Like, do you always buy something? Uh, like, is it just a thing that you kind of look around with? Are you, like, still active with it? Or, or what? Well, this summer sale's been kind of wonky. A lot of games that I've that are on these big sales or these big seventy seven percent offs, all these big numbers are all games that I've already bought from the last summer sale. Yeah, and I'm nothing, li, literally nothing on my. Well, I shouldn't say literally, but like a lot of stuff that was on my wish list isn't even on sale yet. So yeah. I'm waiting. I'm checking those the day by. Well, they don't. They don't even do that. They don't do the daily. Yeah. So things anymore. What you got is what you got, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a little disappointed by the sale, but like, there's some good there's some good tickets on there. There's some ten there's ten percent off of some games that just came out, so I'm kind of about it. But there's a whole bunch of um, a lot of a lot of DLCs out that I've been buying. You know, for stuff like City Skylines. You know, I have a weird obsession with that game, so I've been buying all that nonsense and catching up on a few of those games. But as for big ticket items. I haven't bought anything. Yeah, um, for me, I for me the experience with Steam sales have always been looking at the the clearance aisle, pretty much just everything that's under yeah under the under five ten or five. I'm like, oh, I gotta get that game. I did get one thing. Uh-huh. I think I think that I'm adding to the backlog that I've never played and uh-huh. I should have. I have no idea why I've never played this game. All right, throw it. It's Portal Two. You've what? never, never played, Portal. played Portal 2. You're out of your And mind. I love Portal. I absolutely love the first Portal. I've beat it several what? times. What do you mean you love the first I... one? <laughs> I just How have never... you never played the second? I'm genuinely because upset about this. I think I think it's just... I think it's kind of like... Well, one, I never had a good enough computer, and I feel like Portal 2 was like a little too graphically powerful for like my dinky ass laptop. I can play it now now that I have a gaming laptop. Um, yeah, you can and run that I think way. I think it was because it was always on sale. It, that game is always on sale. It would it was always like 5 bucks. And I don't know. I guess I just felt like it's always going to be there for me that I yeah, don't it, have to it, worry about ever like jumping the gun and it just kind of like went further and further in the back of my mind but I never really thought about it and today like last week I saw it for a dollar and I just thought wait I should buy I should own this game I should have this game I should play this game because I played almost every single Valve game and I think this is the big one that I'm missing so that's bought the, it arguably the biggest one that you're missing I mean yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah I will get to that at some point uh, well you should play co-op then you should play co-op because the whole co-op yeah. section of the puzzles yeah. is fun. Yeah. It's all fun. It is. It's a fun game. I know. I know. It's a great game. Oh get to man! It. So yeah, that, that's that's my my biggest purchase so far. Oh, have you hurt my soul, that's Carlos? Your biggest purchase. Um, yeah, I just I just like looking around, and I think the problem is that Steam. This is this is an old 
argument, an old topic, but it's too big, you know? It's too... Anyone can put out a game. It's a lot of shovelware, and it just clogs the front page. So you don't really... It's basically, like, only either the big games that are maybe 30% off, which is never, like, enough for me to jump in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either that kind of thing... Or it's just a bunch of little mini games, and when I look under that, I like to look under that under ten, under five tab. It just looks like a bunch of like stuff, and like it's so hard to find. I guess uh, like one thing about my personality is I like finding the little hidden gems. I like finding th- those these little secret things, and I'm like, well, this is really cool, and getting to like have that little experience all to myself, and it's become impossible with Steam. Because it's so big. Like, they have that... Have you ever done the... Like, the, the, the curated... The curated yeah. queue? Where yeah. they just, like, show you 20 games and you say, like, I'm interested, I'm not interested. I go through... I would... I, I remember, like, some days I would just go through that list until I look at, like, a hundred games and nothing would interest me. Because it all just seemed really wonky and early access. Or it's, like, a lot of games in foreign languages... Yeah, yeah, all those early it's access. Not for me. It's kind of what bugs me. Uh, not only foreign languages, but um, also uh, certain ratings. <sighs> yes. A lot of people hate on these games for no reason, it what, seems like. What do you mean, for no reason? Like, they'll hate a game because it's like, oh, it's not this. Oh, it's this is weird. It's like, And then they'll have like maybe 0.2 of an hour played or anything. I just think... Steam reviews are always been a little wild. No, you can't trust... Steam reviews are... They're just there to let you know if people are angry about something. Because right. that's all that it is. It's just people don't like something in a video game, so they just review bomb it. Um, like, I remember specifically NBA 2K18 or whatever. Not to defend think, NBA 2K18 or whatever. I think you're missing the biggest one. Which one? No Man's Sky. Well, but that deserved a lot of hate. That well, that was that was everywhere though, not specifically. Yeah, Steam. that was that was news articles. It was, like I don't I don't think Steam. Well, there weren't even was that was even but that was like the lowest rated game ever. I think right or like for most, a period of time. But but I think it's been it's like pretty crazy though because it's come back up and it's like all mostly positive. Sure. Yet the review still says mixed review. I just saw. It. I was just looking uh, at it actually. Well. I mean, no, no, but like it, recently, it says overwhelmingly positive, right? Because mm-hmm. they have that, they have that. But if you score. title everything together, it's mixed. Yeah, because like you'll look on the screen and it'll say like the overall score is just is just mixed. Well, I can't wait because they're coming out with VR for that. I'm gonna play. Oh yeah, that's yeah, like it, it has genuinely gotten better for sure, but it, it's just wonky how the reviews. I think it should be. It, it shouldn't have. It shouldn't totalize the like review score. You know, like an overwhelming positive or negative or whatever, and have that mixed. I think it should be like the most recent like group of reviews. If it's all positive, why isn't it advertised as being recently positive? Sure. I think I've had a really bad string of games like No Man's Sky <laughs> in the past like few years. Like, I think No Man's Sky was the first one to really like. It was the first built like. First is the wrong word. But I think it was the first in this sort of, like, everyone just attacks this game. Yeah. Because it's so built up. Everyone was so excited about it. So much promise for it. And then it was just okay. And yeah, people lost their mind. But along those lines has been, like, 
uh, one for me is like Battlefield Five, absolutely shadow on. Mm-hmm. The like from the moment the trailer came out, people were hating on it. Uh, 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 Destiny Two was the same yeah. boat. People didn't like that in the first uh, month or so. You're just a bad betting man. I am. You should Which not be why, a stockbroker. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, I enjoy all those games. Sure. So yeah, I really five don't is care. Fun. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but it, it's fine that you like them, but anything that you're uh, vouching for is essentially getting the kiss of death. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so stop but, having uh, opinions. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, like, I, we've had this conversation in all of our chats like a thousand times where I'm like, I'm so hyped for this game. And you're like, Hunter, don't, don't. don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't help. Oh, Battlefront, Battlefront 2. 2. Battlefront 2. And 1. And 1. Though, honestly, I was just as hyped for both of those games. And I'm still currently yeah, playing even Battlefront after, 2. Even after Battlefront 1, I'm like, no, guys, they got it. Don't worry. They got Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2 oh, is going to fix all of the problems. It's going to be great. And then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. And then but it, now, it's great. So it's I just great. had... You know what I think the moral of the story is? Patience. I think... that. I think, yeah, that's true. Well, we'll every game that November. you pick... It eventually, it eventually gets there. It gets there. Like Sea of Thieves is like sea that. Sea of Thieves. That's sea another Thieves, one. Complete I was fucking, clunker. I was day one on yeah. that game, and I still haven't given up on it. And I think it's a lot of fun now. It is pretty great now. Yeah. There and that's that's every, like I feel like that's every major game that I'm so excited <laughs> for. Surprised you didn't hop on Anthem. That's that, the one that well, you didn't get on. I think that was too close to Destiny, and it kind of hurt a little bit still. But yeah. I was, I was yeah. like... That was, that was an open wound. He couldn't... Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to mess with that. It's too close. So. Maybe one day I'll get there. Uh, I'm not. I don't, I'm just not about but it. But you know, because I didn't support it, it's not going to get back. That's true. That's so, true. I'm sorry, Anthem. <laughs> My bad, You're yay. dead. Um, I, I, okay, I just want to really briefly talk, ask... Because I, I haven't gotten your guys' opinions on this. And I, and I know you're gonna give me that look, but like, <laughs> I'm already giving. I it. I want to talk about, I want to talk about the porn on Steam. <laughs> it's too much. It's, it really upsets me that it's, it's so much. You don't like puzzle biddies? I, I think it, it all started with I think with like um. The honey honey one, right? Uh... I, not even before that. The earliest I can think of was like um, there's like a visual novel called like Nekopara, which is about um, like you have these robot cat girls who are like maids of course. and of course. they worship you and they call you master and all that and it's very generic anime crap, but because it was on Steam it picked up Steam. Uh, and then after that Honey Pop came out and that was like a porn game. But that was, like, an actual game. Like, you yeah. could play Honey Pop yeah. and, like, not be a pervert at all. Be like, hey, this is, like, a really fun puzzle game with little, like, things. Like, it's, like, a well-thought-out puzzle game. And then that kind of opened the door for, as the shovelware was getting in, the other shovelware was getting in. And it, it's... It, it, it kind of... It just feels... I guess it's fine. I guess I don't have a problem with people... It is weird. It, it's I mean, kind of. It, it looks like Newgrounds. It, it's basically, basically that. It's like yeah, yeah. all those like um, flash. The things. adults. The adults. Yeah. It's like bejeweled blitz clones where like yeah. there's a girl in the background. If yep. you pop the things, you get to see her boobs or whatever. But they're charging money for it, which I think is batshit insane. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess that's fine, 
but I, I hate that, like, normally that sort of thing is put into its own corner. Like, for example, if you go on Reddit, you're not going to see, yeah. like, boobs unless you are looking for boobs. Like, if you yeah. join r slash boobs or something, you're going to be on that porn site. Or, like, back with, like, video stores, there's the section. There's the rated 18 section that you have to go through to find porn magazines and porn right and then you can get that shit when i'm on steam i'm just seeing this i'm just seeing like hentai made like three well one thing though is uh do they take your age into consideration i mean to enter the the steam has an age thing but yeah yeah that's what i'm saying attached to your profile is your age so, because you're over 18 on your profile, do they just not filter it out? Okay, but, but if these... you're under 18, would they then filter it out? I don't think they do out? that. But these are the same guys who, every time you click on anything, they go, whoa, whoa, just want to make sure you are 18 years old. Yeah, correct? they, they Even though it's like, yeah. uh, even though it's like Call of Duty or something. Yeah, yeah I think this would just be deal. a good little experiment, though, to see if your catalog would be filled with it or not if you're under 18. It probably, I mean, it probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't show up, but it's just, I, I wish it was just under, like, a tab. You sure. know, like, you go under, and it's like, RPGs, 4X games, shooters, Porn. 18 plus. And you go, okay, I want to I wanna jerk my willy on 4X Steam. 4X plus shooters. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of these can I play with only one hand? And, and, and the, the, I think, kind of the saddest part about it, they're the highest reviewed games on Steam. <laughs> Every, they're all like, no way. 99% recommend this. And so, those people just, they don't even acknowledge it. No one in the reviews goes like, oh yeah, I, I, I jerked it to this and it was awesome. No, they're like, I really appreciate the graphics. I think the character design is very spot on and unique. And it's like, shut up. Just, we know what you're doing here. Do you, we know what you're here. Do you think they review it before or after? Because <laughs> I feel like that would make a big difference in how well no. it's Dude, they're gonna come you out. You gotta with have the hours on record. You gotta... <laughs> no, there's gonna be a new scoring. Just number of faps. Anyway, that's 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 all I wanted to talk about with that. I, I do think Steam needs to kind of address their their uh, sort of how they curate and section things. Like I I mean I, I don't know if uh, that's the only. I think that's the most blatant issue but just going back to what we were talking about originally i mean that there's so much stuff and i don't know if it's all labeled as cleanly as possible yeah it's 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 hard to find things it's hard to promote yourself there's gonna there's a game i'm gonna talk about this later there's like a game that like just came out last week that i was like pumped on i could i couldn't find it on the page honey pop three Huh? <laughs> honey? <laughs> well, technically, uh, it well, would be actually, Honey Pop 2 because the second one was uh, Honey Cam, and that's a completely different game. You know, dude, you're well-versed in this. It's... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's it's like YouTube shit. Oh, that, that's oh why okay. Sure. Um, they can show sold. that on YouTube? Believe it or not. I'm not sold. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, I was really excited for this game, and the only way I could find it was because it was already on my wishlist. That's why the thing with the wishlist has been popping off so much, is because games developers know that they will not get any airtime on the page. So they're just, on social media, they're like, please wishlist this game. If you think you're even a little bit interested, wishlist this game, because that's how you get the notifications. That's what it says. You'll get an email notification that says, hey, this game came out. That's how I was able to find uh, the game I was looking for. And it was on sale too, which was very convenient. And actually, kind of 
now that now I think about it, uh, going back to you know what our experiences with Steam are, I think the wish list is really my experience with Steam because the way I do it is if there's a game I decide I want, I quickly go in the search bar and add it to my wish list, mm-hmm. and then I never touch Steam again until there's a sale. Yeah, and I go. Oh, is this, is this on wish? Is this? I basically this on yeah. Sale? I get the emails that I, say like a game's on your wish list is on sale, and I look at it and I'm yeah. like, oh, is that something I want right now? No. Yeah, if it I, is. Yes. I'll I buy never it. browse the catalog. It's yeah. always specific games that I know I'm looking for, that I search for, add to my wish list, and then close out. It's probably mm-hmm. for the best. The catalog, you never see anything except for the same ten things you've seen already, like you were saying. And, and that's why that's why the the summer sale hasn't really done. I mean, all the games on my wish list are on sale. Right, but that's all I'm gonna like. That's all I would buy is the yeah. stuff that's already on there. I'm not gonna be, like, because I just pop in and I go, oh, okay, these are on sale. Yeah, but what I was saying, yeah, is that like two, maybe three years ago, I could find that stuff. I could yeah. look at that definitely under ten dollars, and I'd see a, a game like um, a Puzzle Agent, which is like this uh kind of like american version of dr layton where it's just like you just solve puzzles and it's like a little adventure game and i just found it because it was 250 out of ten dollars on a sale and i looked at it and i was like whoa wait this is really cool and i played it and it was awesome i can't have that experience anymore it's so much junk it is so much just it, it feels like you're digging through those like it feels like those bins at walmart for the one dollar candies and you're looking for like the one milk dud and you have to like go through all the the mike and ikes and the whatevers not to not to shit but you know like when you want the one thing and you just can't find it and it's just like a bucket and bucket or those dvd rental uh i was gonna say the dvd yeah the dvds that kind of thing um yeah there's also like just the drama with uh the wish list thing because they're having this whole they always do like a fun little competition yeah and so what they're doing this time is that if your team wins, uh, you like, there's a chance off. they pick I think 500 people. Yeah. And they get, they go through your top three on your wish list, and they pick one of those three, and you receive that. Right. If if it's available to to get. Yeah. And so, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm gonna put the expensive shit on my wish list. Yeah. That I want to get for free. So everybody just puts uh, Blade Runner. Everybody puts uh, uh, what's <laughs> like Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. Or, uh, all, all the all the AAA big. Yeah, all uh, any, any anything AAA. You just put Cyberpunk. that save sixty Destiny bucks. Destiny two because it's coming to Steam now. Destiny now two. It's no longer part of and uh, Stadia Activision. Uh, yeah, and, and it's just it, it, and then because of that, people are deleting a bunch of stuff from their wish lists. And so a bunch of these indie devs, which are trying their hardest to spread their message, are now like, hey guys, please don't delete our game off your wish list, or like, please look us up again. Because a lot of those times, when you do when you do have that, you're going to forget that you deleted that game, and you're not going to go find that weird little indie thing that you considered. And it's just hurting... It's hurting the indie, indie, indie side of things, for sure. Plus, it's broken anyways. Yeah. Have you heard of the exploits that you can do? No. What are the exploits? So, Starbound, you've heard of the game Starbound, right? It's one of the yeah, games yeah, you can yeah. get points towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally, which, which, by the way... Right, so yeah, you can you can play specific games, and it gives you points, and you can use those points to 
boost your team. So you boost you the win. team up and then boost also your steam level. And yeah. Then, Depending on your Steam level, I think you get a discount on certain things. I'm yeah, not, if you can, you can buy like a little certificate if you have enough points. Yeah, and then you can get like money off of whatever purchase you. Right, want. but it's capped out at ten dollars or something. I think mm -hmm. at the end of that whole thing, but with specifically on Starbound, one of the things that gives you about ten points is drink a soda, right? Which actually in Starbound is kind of difficult to do. You know, you got to get a lot of materials to craft a single soda, so it requires a lot of game time. But you know what Starbound is? A fully unrestricted modded game. So there is a mod. There is a mod titled Steam Sale Glitch, and you literally just download it, and it costs one dirt to to make 500 sodas. So what you can do, get a bunch, of, mine a bunch of dirt, which you can do immediately in the game. <laughs> craft thousands of sodas and drink sodas, and you get ridiculous amount of points. Yeah, that's that's you should be more than enough in time. Oh. Our thing ran out. We had the bonfire playing in the background and now it's gone. That's some Yeah, we were random we were, anime movie Moon thing. Moon Lady. That's pretty nice though. Um but yeah, I guess that's a that's a good place to stop. Uh any more recurring things about scene that you really wanna I miss discuss? my fireplace. But other than that, not not particularly. Yeah. Oh, I, although uh, I will say that Carlos, um, in his infinite attempts to uh, be different, <laughs> all right, uh, picked the worst team of all oh, the competing right. teams. So, oh, right. So there's you. five teams. There's the corgi, the tortoise, the pig, the hare. You didn't pick the corgi. Because it's so... Uh, but you're a like, dog guy. Okay, but everybody likes corgis now. Not now, but it's been a thing for a while now. All right. And yeah. I mean, sure, I I am a little bit of a of a hipster, whatever loser, <laughs> but it, it is kind of like I don't like just doing, like it feels a little too. I don't like thing doing things that are a little Wake too up obvious. Sheeple. <laughs> but I but I I saw like for I saw that our friend Wyatt was on Team Corgi, and I thought, oh well, I'll be on Team. Tortoise, because I like tortoises. I do like tortoises. Yeah. I like tor. I would say I like tortoises more like than corgis, per personally. Uh, really? So I joined that team. That's a hot take. And then I realized, as soon as I joined the team, wait a minute, everybody likes corgis. There's no way <laughs> any team's going to win that's not corgis. And you know what? Team corgi is like a thousand times... Uh, higher than any other yeah. team. Well, it's also because people are using the exploit. Yes, but, and uh, all but those that's points. what I'm saying. I mean, it's just, it's not even close. Like, it, you don't stand a chance if any, like, if you join any other team. I did see at one point. I saw that. Uh, I, I guess like the rabbit team was using the exploit, so they were a thousand points ahead, and Corgi was in last place, which is weird enough. But then it went back up. So yeah, who cares? And I, I don't want to. I'm not going to plug any YouTube channels or anything. But there was a YouTuber that I watch who did an exploit, and I watched his video, and I was like, this is ridiculous. And he picked Team Corgi, and they weren't in the lead. Mm -hmm. And now that they are in the lead, I, I think that he did that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see if he broke Steam Summer Sale. I'm going to laugh if he did. Yeah, I would be surprised if, if this comes back next year. The, well, they yeah, always, they always do something different. Yeah. They always do something different. Well, at least the, the idea, the... Yeah. You know the framework of this one. I, I don't think this will be I don't think Yeah, I don't think this is gonna be a recurring uh, okay. thing. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it on Steam. There's nothing else we can really. Not see. really. No, I mean, 
Yeah, nothing big on your wish list at all that you no. think about? No. Uh, Lego Avengers on sale, apparently. Oh, yeah. But that's also on... <laughs> no, don't get Lego Avengers. No. Don't get that. Wait, that's wait. The, that's the bad one. That's the bad... Is it... There's a no, because there's because there's Lego Marvel superheroes, and that's uh-huh. actually really good because uh-huh. it's like an open world. You like the Marvel DC game. one, right? Huh? Like the DC one? They they have yeah. the DC one, yeah. but everybody says. I that. mean, it's it says it's very positive, Carlos. Oh, very positive. Very oh, positive. We all know the Steam reviews are. That's actually the good. highest rated game on my wish list. So, <laughs> so what do you know, Carlos? Pretty, I, oh, I guess I'll you're just, not an expert on these Lego. I guess games. I'll just eat my own. Shoe, Speaking of Lego games, can we talk about the new Lego Star Wars that's coming out? Let's talk I'm, about the new Lego Star Wars. Sure. Uh, I really hope this isn't a game that I'm really excited for that'll flop. Because uh, <laughs> no, I really I, need this game to be good. Everybody, TT loves. is quality. Those guys are quality. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Every Lego Star Wars game has been gold. Oh yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think there was like a nope. You. D- I think uh, there's like get a your few. hipster shit no. out. Of here. <laughs> I think there's a few that have like lulls. You know, like um, okay, there's the ones that talk. And any like of those the Lord are... of the Rings ones. No, no, no. Pretty... We didn't say. We said Lego Star Wars. Oh, the Lego. Star... Oh no, yeah. All the Lego Star Wars are golden. Thank you. Okay. So the argument's gone. Okay. No, 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 no. yeah. They're, but they're the other hard. Lego games, yes, they're okay. Hit or yeah, miss. there's there's some flops. I I say. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. It, it feels. It, it's. I had no idea that that's what it was from that trailer at the Microsoft press conferences when they show the the Star Wars, the Skywalker Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga. I had no... I was like, oh, they're bringing all the games on current yeah. consoles, yeah. Yeah. and it's going to be remastered, and that's it. And like, include, no. the, include the new trilogy. Right. Like, no. We're remaking every yeah. single Star Wars game. And we're going to make it look beautiful. We're changing the perspective. It's going to be, like, third person, like, behind the character... Like, the graphics are going to be beyond anything we've Ray done before. Ray tracing. Ray tracing. 4K resolution. Whoa. And everyone who, from from what I heard, everyone who went to the demo at E3 was like, this is amazing. This is one of the, the best looking games at E3. It's a Lego game. So, yeah, I mean, shoot. We, we need a good Star Wars game. And you know what? I will happily accept it being a Lego game. Yeah. Now, Fallen Order... That one I'm a little scared of. <laughs> I have faith. Fallen I, Order? I know. Whack. No, not no, whack. I'm not, it's not whack. It's I, not whack. I already pre-ordered it. Don't get me wrong. I pre-ordered that the day it was announced. I'm also part of the problem. Yeah, and you, no, you can't, you can't mess it up because I also pre-ordered it, so I cancel out your, right. your negativity or your... Uh, That's your presumptuous. Bad ju- your bad juju. Oh, no. I'm still pumped. Yeah. I, I, I gotta have it. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm gonna play it. I'll probably still enjoy it no matter what. Yeah, I'm convinced I'm gonna have a good time. Uh, I don't. No matter what. There's I, no. Yeah, I mean, it's a Star Wars game, so I'm gonna blow. It's I'm gonna Star play Wars, it. and it's Sekiro, and Sekiro is my favorite game of this year, and Star Wars is one of my favorite things of all time. So, yeah. it's it's that easy. Yeah. So play Kotor. What? You said Star Wars, one of your favorite things ever. Play Kotor. I'm. I have Kotor. I I didn't ask for you to get it. I said play it. I'm playing it. Uh huh. I'm the one that used to play it. No, you both do. So, this is a good segue. Yes. Let's get into the backlog. Let's get into the big part of this. Um, so, Hunter, you have a backlog. Somewhat. Uh, uh, yeah, a, a backlog of sorts. Um, it's mostly like half-finished games. Sure. That's fine. That that's I started. That's and then that's mainly what a backlog is, is things that you had at one point and you're like, oh. Yeah. Just I mean, never finished. Yeah. So I got a couple of big biggies, big boys mm-hmm. on here. 
Uh, I got The Witcher Three. Uh, Ooh, the biggest God. of big boys. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I was really far behind on this game because uh, like when it first came out, it was just not on my radar at all. Sure. Yeah, it fell off my. Um, tip- not the game I typically kind of play, you know. Uh, then I saw that it was coming out. Uh, the complete, like you know, the game of the year complete collection, you know, mm-hmm. PS4 version was coming out, right? Because it wasn't originally on PS4, right? Or was it? It was on PS4. It, there was something. But they maybe, made a they made the game of the or year remastered it, you know, something like I don't know, some yeah, because like, it came out on the PS3, didn't it? No. I, no. Okay. Was, no. 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 There's there the base some, one that came out 2015, and then a year and a half later. They came out with the Game of the Year edition, which is... Okay. It's the game, but it has all the DLC with it. Yeah. Okay. So, so I hear this game's coming out, you know, the, this complete, you know, this Game of the Year edition. I'm like, I should get that. I'm going to get it. I pre-ordered it. I showed up, like, at midnight, picked it up from GameStop, played all of, like... I don't know if I even, like, really got through the whole tutorial, <laughs> and I have not played it. Well, the tutorial is like 10 hours, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the first zone. I remember Ashton I helped a woman with, like, a cast iron pot or something like oh, that. Oh, my God, I love that quest. And that's the last <laughs> thing I remember. I would say that's as far uh, as I got. It's, just, it's farther than I've got. Um, it's not even on my list. Another big one is uh, Breath of the Wild. Before you move on, oh. can I just make a quick statement? Yes. I just want to... I've been thinking about Your this. Your show. I've, I've been thinking about this for a really long time. Because I'm bad at making favorites. I'm bad at, like, yes. picking, like, what is my favorite thing? When people ask me, what is my favorite video? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. But every time, I kind of, I, I always would think, what, I really like Witcher, but it's too recent. You know, like, I can't really, like... <laughs> it's you it's are a hipster. instant classic. No, 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 no. I just mean, like, I didn't give it enough time. You know, like, you, you, you it's hard to, like... Have a game, like just play a game and say like this is my favorite game okay, of yeah. all time. I know that you got to you got to sit on it, no right. doubt. You got to sit on. It. I've been sitting on this game for like four effing years now, and I think I can say, I think The Witcher Three is my favorite game of all time. I think I can say that because every time I think about that game, I just like go into like a really quick state of just like, wow, That's that was good that was shit. good. That was a great experience. I loved every second of that and. I don't know. I, I hope I hope you go through something. Well, actually, honestly, hearing you say it. that does kind of bring me back to God of War, and I think that might actually be my favorite. The of newest one. The of newest one. Time. Yeah. I I haven't like, I haven't. Okay, hold on. Let me let me maybe quantify this a little bit, like, or qualify it. So, I would say maybe God of War, the new God of War, is my favorite single player game. Of okay. all time. Okay. Because I put a lot of hours into a lot. Because multi- multiplayer games are my, like, bread and butter. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're not a very single player. I like playing with my friends. Like, yeah. that's where I, like, get the most enjoyment. Mm-hmm. But I've never gotten so into a single player game as God of War. Right. That game, I was immersed 100% mm-hmm. for that whole, like, week that I, like, had my first run through of it. Like... I mean, I was, like, living, breathing it. Like, I was even listening to... We talked about this a little bit. Like, Neil Gaiman's uh, Norse Mythology like yeah. book. While I was... Like, when I wasn't playing that game, I was listening to that book. Thinking about that game. Thinking about that game. And I'm, like... I was, like, listening... Learning about, uh, you know, the, these the mythological myths. gods. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then seeing them in the game. And being, like... 
this is blowing my mind right now. Like this, it's insane to hear these words because like you know I listen to you know audiobooks because that's what I do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like reading. Who's but the I hipster also, now, buddy? I also like listening. I listen to audiobooks. <laughs> cool. I think audiobooks are the best uh, book experience you could have. Yeah. Um, have you listened to the Star Wars ones? Yes, absolutely. I've listened. I've They're listened great. to every single canon Star Wars book that's come out. Ah. Um, <sighs> anyway. But yeah, God of War, I think that's been the best time I've had playing a single-player game that I can remember at all. Even better than Max Payne. <laughs> I never played Max, Max Payne. Max, no, no, Max, Max Payne. Payne. Not Max Payne. Uh, um... What did I say with the game? I read Call of Duty? No, uh, Max Steel. Max Steel. Oh, Max Steel. <laughs> sorry. What the I hell? I missed my own joke. I'm sorry. What the fuck? No, are you kidding? Um, I, we need to watch a video. That I need you guys to see what I what I, what I went through. I want to see what you see, Hunter. I need to see. I Googled, while you were talking earlier, I Googled Max Steel, and all I found was like a the movie phones. from two years ago where they tried from to two reboot it. Oh, that's they right. They did it. reboot it. Yes. And then I saw that it was a monstrosity. <laughs> I saw that Andy Garcia was on the cast. And I'm like, what are you doing on here, man? Uh, you were in Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, I would say God of War is my best single-player game. That's that's. I think that's very fair. I yeah. Think. Even I, I know some people who would even who would I, say the same thing. Even if I even even though I ripped my fucking eyes out trying to kill those Valkyries. Oh, but yeah. I I didn't quit because I still loved it even though yeah, I hated it. that's exactly I hated right. it. So, like, I loved it so much I hated it. I would have liked it if I had just not been an idiot and I had just... Because <laughs> you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. You're not supposed to yeah. kill the Valkyries until you beat the game. And once no. you beat the game, they're you like, still okay, now go hard. do all that stuff. But or, and, and you have to, if you... This is, I'm going on a tangent here, but no. But if you light all the bonfires or whatever, yes. you get a rune that yes. literally is like, that you do 20% help. more damage to Valkyries. And yes. I went, oh, well, I wish I had this. That is still very helpful. They are still extremely difficult. They are still very it. difficult. Especially the last one. Oh. Any any of the goodness. Valkyries that can step on your throat and kill you immediately really suck. Yeah, they, they suck. <laughs> I hate those ones, they but really, I love really, them. Really <laughs> no, it sounds like you had a great experience yeah. with it. Yes. Alright, sorry, I didn't mean to... No, you're fine. Take yeah, we so didn't get to the you brought out, you brought a new, You brought a new segment, in, or a yeah. new uh, part of it. Um, yeah, Breath of the Wild, played that on the Switch. I got the Switch to play Breath of the Wild. Uh, I have your Breath of the Wild. You have my Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That's how much I'm interested in playing it right now. Uh, I think, if I'm going to be completely real, I really liked what I played, but I hate... Weapons that degrade. Yeah, I can't stand it. That's yeah. my least favorite oh, thing of any. Biggest fault with it. I think uh, any RPG or whatever that has that, I immediately stop playing because I can't be bothered. I think. <laughs> I think for me the problem is, uh, there's there's some there's some games that do that. I think. I appreciate what Breath of the Wild does with that mechanic because it's not just like oh I. Like, can't use this weapon for a long time, so I have to keep finding new things. It's part of the combat is knowing that and yes. using that to your advantage. It's it's that early... Like, the early game is when it's best, when you're just like, ah, oh, this stick's gonna break. You chuck it and out of a goblin, it, yeah. and then it breaks, but he, like, because of the impact of it, he, like, falls down, and then you grab his weapon, and you use it against him. I think that's really cool. I appreciate that. that. Yes, that, okay. that is cool. For me, yeah, the, it's just that it becomes 
that kind of becomes a reward tier that it feels pointless. Like sometimes you'll just go on a quest and you'll find a chest at the top of a hill and you're like, that's going to be something epic. You know, like when you play Skyrim and you see something like that, you're like, that's going to be something cool. I know for a fact that's going to be something cool. That's going to be a new helmet. It's going to be a new like epic sword or something. When you do all that and you get there, it's just, oh, oh, it's a fire sword. It's like, cool. It's a, I like fire swords, but that's going to be gone in five minutes. Yeah, I, There's not enough fire I'm, swords. In I'm the games. kind of person who in Skyrim or Fallout, Fallout specifically, right? I have 20 mini nukes that I've never used. Yeah. yeah. I will never just, use them. You just yeah. sit on It'll them. never happen. Mm-hmm. And in that case, like for that kind of game, like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, with Breath of the means- Wild, whatever was the lowest number attack power, yeah. that's what I was using. Exactly. Because yeah. I want I wanted to save my big yeah, boys. Exactly. And uh, I feel like you can't enjoy the game playing it. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know what? And I think I would agree. I, I agree with that. And I think what would remedy that is if the Master Sword wasn't like a charge base. But thing. if it was, but if it, that's the thing though, is that if it's not charge based, and the the Master Sword doesn't break, then Everything else doesn't matter. That's not true because even if it doesn't break, that's that's the fall off. You could just easily say that it's just it's not the most powerful weapon. Yeah, and it isn't. There are actually more powerful weapons than the master sword. True. So there's already an incentive not to use it. You know what I mean? But well, like you if have you put, to fall back on. Yeah, if, yeah. You if you're right. If if the master sword was pretty weak, or maybe not even pretty weak, but just if it was mediocre. Weaker, like, like, but was, you yeah. could like have these weapons that are like. You can use these. You know, it's like, right. it's like B, a, B or A tier, but then you got like S tier weapons yeah. that just like right. immediately get destroyed or yeah. something. Because there's already those in the game. Like yeah. the Lionel weapons, I think. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, Lionel weapons are really good. I haven't good. played it, but like... Uh, all the stuff in the Hyrule Castle is really good. Yeah. And then the other thing is, why have shield durability? That's just... That's another thing that I have to just keep finding shields. It's just like... God damn. The only like, thing- I understand like a wooden wicker shield is yeah. gonna break but like oh wait oh god how am I forgetting Red Dead I forgot wait a Red... second what you haven't like, beat it no, I, no I'm saying oh, like okay. as far as my favorite game oh, 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 oh. I thought you were gonna say oh, I was I'm gonna never bring... beat Red Dead oh now. no no I beat the fuck out of Red Dead that's why I'm saying <laughs> uh, that might actually maybe pass God of War I don't know those two are pretty tired Red Dead War 2 2 2 like or no not like this most current, like, Red Dead. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. So you think two, you like two better than... It's God. not that I... Okay, yeah. Well, I don't know if I like them better. Story-wise, story that's a fair argument. I think... There were yeah. moments where I was fully enthralled in Red Dead 2. Sure. And I haven't played God of War, so I can't back you up there. But... I think... I'd agree. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to say they're tied. Because I felt different ways about both of them. Mm-hmm. And they, like... But they both, I would say made me feel a lot you know and uh I would say that um uh just ignore me <laughs> got some Carlos but you can't acknowledge it <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah Red Dead I mean like I played that again solid for a week like nothing but Red Dead right and I did really like the first Red Dead a lot but I don't know if I would I think I enjoyed being Arthur Morgan way more than I thought I would Mm -hmm. and more than John Marston you know what I mean like I I really like I think he was 
such a good uh, like canvas to like put yourself on. Yeah. And like you really just rooted for him the whole time. Yeah. It, like John, you like John. He's like a good. You can tell he's like a rough guy with a good heart. You know. Sure. And it's like you're like yeah like I want John to win at life, but Arthur I'm like, like Arthur is my man. You know that, what I mean? That's like, me. That's my squeeze. Yeah. Like. Like, I want the best for Arthur yeah. in the yeah, whole world. you, you do. Know what I mean? like, you really do. And, and uh, I didn't feel that way with, like, Kratos. Like, obviously, Kratos is great. I, and, I agree. I didn't and necessarily like, feel that way. And I really like the relationship between him, yeah. you know, and, like, his son. And, like, I feel like they really, you know, they came together and it's evolved. Believable. and Yeah, it was very good. But, like, where, like, the, the combat and the world of... God of War was like fantastic and the lore of it all was amazing like I would say the characters in Red Dead I felt a bit more connected to Mm -hmm. um obviously the ending was like how could that not like just you know yeah yeah. yeah. the first ending at least yes exactly and like uh again the world I mean like just so I mean every inch there's something something. you know Mm -hmm. and uh I would say that that yeah, I think that's easily tied. I think that's I think literally Red Dead Two has my favorite character building. Like, yeah, yeah. Not not uh, like not to not wise. to extend this conversation Sorry. too much. Yeah, but no. yeah, I think Arthur. I think my 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 big problem. I think I've said this before, but my big problem with the Rockstar games is that they always have a protagonist that I feel like they're always kind of pushed into a situation yeah, they're not actors, that they're, they're reactive. For, yeah, they're always reactive. Um, they're always doing things for other people and I'm never convinced that these people would actually do these things. Like yeah. whenever you go on a side quest, I was never convinced John Mar- John Marston yes. would genuinely exactly. do any of these things for yeah. anyone. Well, he's Arthur every single yeah. time that somebody said and he did his classic, sure. I believe that yeah. Arthur would genuinely take yeah. time out of his life to be like, "Okay, yeah. let me go find these gunmen and take pictures of them. Why yeah. not? Oh, let me help this guy uh, invent the electric chair. Because it, <laughs> it yeah. literally always is just like, yeah, I mean, I'll do it. Not that he's, it. he would never be like excited. He would never be like, oh boy, I can't wait to do this. But right. he'd always be like intrigued. He was always yeah. intrigued with yes. humanity to an Absolutely. extent. Just like, you're, you're a weirdo, but I want to see where this goes. Yes. And oh, and they play I that always so well. Yeah. They do a really good job with that. I love that game. And it, it's a, it, yeah, the story is great. Characters are great. It's just, I'm just gonna leave it at. This was a the game, game has too many nicks and cuts that just genuinely made me like grab the hair <laughs> on my head and almost want to rip it out. Just like, why is this happening? Why is it doing this right now? We'll why are the do characters it. doing this? When did this become a waypoint simulator? All this and that, this and that, this and that. We'll have to do a Red Dead review. We'll, 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 we'll get into Red Dead at some point. Much more. Um, yeah, yeah today's not today. What else? What else? What else? Yeah, sorry, not to not to diverge from breath. I'm finding that uh, talking about these other games that I don't really care about really makes me <laughs> want to talk about the games I do care about. I'm, that makes good podcasts. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, better, better than yeah. That. Uh, so, <laughs> so next on the list is Astrobot, which if you ask anybody who's ever played PSVR or follows PSVR at all. That's the game they'll tell you to play because, mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. I think it's probably one of the best representations of what VR could be, and is. 
Uh, with that being said, <laughs> I would probably just rather play super hot or like, <laughs> um, or just have a fun uh, time. job simulator. I fucking love job simulator. Job simulator. I, I could play that game forever, and it's still vacation simulators out. I probably need to get that. That's VR, right? Yeah. Uh, you got uh, it. No, I, I need to get vacation, but I have job. All right, next time we're at your house, um, I want to give that one a shot. But yeah, I mean, like I play it. Like I, I just, I don't know. I can't. I think the problem is I don't have a dedicated VR space where VR is always hooked up. Sure. And I think that's my biggest thing. Yeah. Because I would... There are times where I feel like, yeah, you know what? I do want to sit down and play Astrobot, but it's, like, not worth it to go set everything up. Cause I no, gotta, I feel you. I gotta go move the couch. I gotta go move the end table and, like... Yeah, you play for, like, up. 30 minutes. You get yeah. bored of it, and then you, and you have to take everything I, out. My life has to, like, be put on pause because I can't look at my phone. I can't... Like, my dog, like, you know, he... Oh, yeah. Like, this is a yeah, moose. active boy. Yeah. Look, you know, boy. It's, it's just, like, it's such a pain. And I basically kind of go on, like, VR binges where I have it set up and I just try and play it as much as I can in that little time frame. Um, and so that kind of leaves a lot of VR games unfinished. I mean, thankfully, they're all kind of short, and they, or they're either, like short and very replayable or just kind of short in general yeah um so i've actually completed like quite a few of my games but it's you know it's it's easy to kind of move on yeah um which i think right now is is probably the biggest flaw in vr and their biggest like uh hurdle is how to keep people playing Um, yeah I mean, the um, way to keep it playing is just—I guess—at this point, just more games. Yeah, yeah that's bad. Well, yeah, Beat Saber's doing a good job because they're just adding songs. And sure. People are like, "Wow, these are great!" Like we went to the arcade. Sure. We have an arcade that's really dope, and they added—they had the whole DLC pack for all the all the songs, and I know. freaking Wyatt and Logan were playing that the entire time. Yeah, and that's world. But yeah, um, other than that, there isn't too much. There are, there are some uh, multiplayer games. Like, I remember there's, yes. like, uh, Farpoint or whatever. Yeah, no, not Farpoint. Fla- no, Flash Flashpoint. I, th- I believe I have it. <laughs> I should know. Operation like, Flashpoint. Yes, Operation Flashpoint. Uh, super, super great immersive VR first-person shooter that, like, should be amazing. Apparently, I haven't kept up with it. Apparently, there's some serious drama, and that game is, like, like tits up. It's, like, done. It's, oh, like, really? Yeah, Ooh. apparently, like, they, they screwed the pooch somewhere, and, like, Nobody plays it anymore. Oh, uh, it's um, it's like that Kerbal scandal. What Kerbal scandal? You never heard of it? Uh-huh. Oh, there's a time and place. But it, it basically basically <laughs> it's a, the podcast. Yeah, it's, the podcast. It, the podcast. It, it was an update that had like, uh, I we'll save it later. Okay, yeah. so, it, it's it's gone. It's done. But yeah, Flashpoint. You need people because like that's that's the problem. That's the thing. It's like, just what I was saying. Where it's so easy to move on, right? Multiplayer, like it can't keep up. The only game that I've seen that is multiplayer that consistently has a large player base VR is chat. Re- was Rec Room. There's no VR uh, chat, yeah. but it's essentially I mean it's the same thing basically. It's, um, you know, it's a big free free to play thing with a big lobby, and um, like that's that's the only consistent player base I've seen, and so like all the VR games that are multiplayer, they just don't stick around for very long. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, like, because they're usually great, because, I mean, 
I would say another thing, though, is, like, I can't play any of those with you guys, because you guys uh, will not get VR. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, you know, you see my small-ass apartment, yes, so... But, yeah, I mean, you, that's, again, I, I, I digress. You know? <laughs> All right, what's, what's next on your list? What you got? Next on my list is... Uh, oh, is this the big one? KOTOR. No! God! <laughs> play that game! As I previously stated, I've read every new canon Star Wars book. I love Star Wars. I've never played KOTOR I, for some you reason. really should play KOTOR. I think part of it is because I was so put off by MMORPGs and like RPGs in general sure. it's, that it's, like yeah. it always was just like oh that's like one of those nerd games you know like <laughs> it is you're not it's wrong nerd, it's it runs on a D20 or like an it actual runs on like a D&D uh, yeah. dice system, dice system yeah. Yeah. but I cannot express it to you enough that my little dumb 13 year old not even 8 year old brain was able to wrap around it and loved it yeah like well, you're gonna and then, enjoy. like, you know, and then uh, when I was living with Kevin, who we talked about earlier, he loves 1 and 2. He's played those a thousand times, and he's probably still playing them. Uh, I think I like or I think, at least the MMO. Yeah, or at least the MMO. He plays SOTOR? Yeah. God bless that, man. <laughs> <laughs> is he, like, the only person <laughs> who is? He tried to get me to play that. I, I could not, like... Okay, the MMO is I think fun. that, like, turned me off a little bit, and I, it's just, like... I could not ever get into it. Also, I get this. This goes back to the very beginning of this podcast where I said that I'm a super casual, where I'm as close, like I'm like as much at the top of the casual as you can be before you move on to the next tier. Right. I play most of my games on console. Yeah, and, and that's a big thing. And you know what Kotor's on? Well, Xbox. Yeah, okay. it's an Xbox game. But Original I, Xbox. But yeah, do you remember wild. if you pay attention, Tyler? I don't. I got an Xbox after a 360. <laughs> all right. And, he it and I traded it in. I know. For a game. And I was gonna at, at that point I was gonna stop you and say, "Oh, hey, well, if you got one, you get it." But but yeah. So I, that's that's the biggest thing. It's like I don't play a lot of PC games. I do a little bit more now. Now that uh, there's a bit more of a collection that I can play with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, because for a while, Carlos didn't have a PC that could handle a lot of these games. and Or anything. Or anything. Or anything. Or, Dive, other yeah, than, like, it. TF2, that's, like, all the only PC games I ever yeah, played. Yeah, like, Was that, and... God, I don't know. I played some Kerbal, and... Uh, I love yeah. that game. But, uh... Yeah, so I think that was, like, the biggest barrier. Is like, I didn't, didn't want to play on my PC. Um, and finally... Uh, is Forza which we kind of just decided I should play before the podcast started. But, well, but I don't think it should be. I, I, we could put some time aside and then we can have like a, we can both talk about it yeah. kind of thing. But I, I do, I, because it's been like an Xbox game, or, you know, because it's a Microsoft exclusive kind of game, um, and I haven't had an Xbox since the 360, yeah. uh, it just obviously hasn't really been an option, but now that Game Pass is out, um, I probably will pick that up, but I've been, I've been looking for a good racing game. I remember, um, a couple of, like a year ago, I bought uh, on sale a Need for Speed, uh, was it like Most Wanted or something like that, or Wanted. That's like the PS2 one. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, there was or a Need Xbox. for Speed, Most Wanted. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was that. I I picked that up because I used because I used to play a lot of uh, Need for Speed and like. 
Midnight Club. Oh, Midnight. Out. You did not just say Midnight Club. You just threw me down in this nostalgia train. <laughs> I played the shit out of Midnight Club. The dub edition, Midnight Club 3, and then the, they had a 360 one. Yeah. Ah, Los, Los Angeles? Oh, I played the fuck out of those games. And then I played, I played a lot of Burnout. I played Burnout on like my PSP. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Burnout, like Revenge, I think it was. Really I bad. remember that crap. Uh, I, mean, I didn't have a PSP. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, like, I haven't played a good racing game in a long time. Hunter, play MotoGP with me. That's all I'm asking. That's bikes. That's different. It's more, what's, it's a racing game. Yeah, unless, unless it's, like, uh, ATV versus, uh, or what is it, Moto X versus ATV or something? Or yeah. Motocross versus ATV? <laughs> Motocross oh. versus ATV Reload. Yeah. Unless it's that, I'm probably not going to play. <laughs> so, uh, you know what's, you know what's sitting, like, a foot away from you is... <laughs> an ATV game. <laughs> um, PlayStation But then 2. seeing that Lego DLC uh, at E3 really made me go, yeah, maybe I should I play really that. I really want to check it out. Yeah, no, I'm... Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard someone talk about it and they said that one of, like, the final missions you can do is, like, you have to fate, you have to, like, race an actual, like, Ferrari. <laughs> like, as your little, like, dinky Lego car. That seems a little unfair. <laughs> it's all about skill, baby. All right. That's your backlog. Let's get into what we were able to accomplish with the little amount of time that we have left. Oh, Tyler, what did you knock off your list? Ooh, I knocked off the smallest one on my list. I played through KOTOR again. You played through KOTOR again. The Yay. dark side. Congrats. I'm yeah. clapping, but you can't hear it. So how 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 Sorry, was even really clapping? How was it finally? Oh, beautiful. Wonderful! What a great game. I'm not going to try to sell this to you anymore, but I fucking love that game. Fucking play it, Hunter. That's all I'm saying. And Carlos. It's on I'll your list, it. too. I'll play it. God, man. Carlos did not inspire a lot of confidence in me when he was talking about the bugs of that game. Okay, there's only one bug in that game. And it's, it's bad. The, it's, it is in the first... I have Ever since I left the first planet, I have not experienced that bug since. Until... The very last planet, and then I ran into it again, and I'm like, that is, it is, it is a little frustrating, but all you have to do to get past it is literally just hold down both mouths, just wiggle, or like move, however you move, you just wiggle a little. Yeah, the solution is simple, it's just, it's more, it's less annoying, it is annoying, but it's, it's less annoying, and it's more just... I can't believe I have to do this right now. <laughs> In the year of our Lord In the year of our Lord 2019, I have to do this every other time I get into combat. And it's what's really weird is the second game doesn't have it at all. But it runs on the same engine. It's got everything that's the same. It's just I don't understand why. I think it's because the second one went straight to PC. Whereas Maybe. the first game went straight to Xbox first. It was an Xbox exclusive, which is insane for Xbox to have an RPG as an exclusive. Regardless, um, yeah, I beat it. It took me It took me a lot longer than I hoped for it to, to take. Went full dark side. Um... By the end of it, I couldn't go to a single planet because their government said that I, I'm no longer allowed to visit there. Fair. Um, I killed, I killed three of my crew members, myself, um, and then you killed yourself. No, killed. I killed. Oh, I killed, killed them, them. Yourself. Yes. Okay. Because there's there's some there's some there's some bad bad choices, and I feel very guilty because <laughs> because um, you kill. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. You get a Wookie, and he's a great guy. He is, oh my god, he's a great guy. But um, 
You but you kill him. No, you don't kill him. You can do some. You can do some mean things with that good oh, boy. Yeah, I, you mentioned this before. Yeah, you can convince. Yeah, spoiler, but no, I don't think you're gonna do. You just said side. no spoilers, but hey, uh, spoiler. Um, no. You can have Skip him kill. You can. Ha- oh. You, no! Don't talk about it. Skipping it then. Um, yeah, no, it was great. Um, wonderful. Dark side ending. Uh, I didn't realize how much I hated the main villain until you really get to that end point and you're just like I just hate this guy sure and um and he's disgusting cause there's a whole he's got a mask on and uh mm-hmm. you, there's a whole cutscene with him it, with it off and it's just like that's pretty hot I, it's not it's not you, I you imagine know, it's like that scene from Venture Brothers where there's a you guys watch Venture Brothers there's a character who has like a metal jaw and then they go to a garage sale for the Venture Brothers and they're like alright uh, they have like a metal detector and like hey you gotta take everything off and like, oh, okay and then he just knocks it off and it's his tongue dangling out like it's like the undead World of Warcraft yeah and I was like oh god it's basically it's that okay and it's... that show was just a fever dream when I woke up before <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, facts okay. but uh no yeah I finally beat it um probably the greatest time I had it's probably one of the funnest times I've had playing through it because I went straight straight melee and I went straight strength. So I literally just mowed through everybody. That's By the end of it, nothing was a challenge, really. Nice. I think. And that's it was just, so much fun. It, it was a lot of fun. But I think it was it had a lot to do with I knew all the situations where I had to use the stim packs. Stim packs are broken, by yeah. the way. They're 100% broken. And um, there's one that increases your strength like by 12. And that's more than half of what you normally have anyway. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, Hunter, quick pro tip yeah. um, that I've learned. Uh, so if you get the game on your computer, uh, there's a like there's bucks. a mod you can get. It's yeah. basically like a save editor. Okay. And you can just fuck with your character like as much as you want. Do everything you can. You can like literally change every stat that you want. I got it specifically because I was going down a path and I was like, oh, well, maybe I want to try... Like, I was going, like, one-handed lightsaber. I was like, oh, maybe I want to try, like, dual-blade lightsabers. And then you go through And you skills. can just, like, edit your skills and run through that way. Yeah, so, that if you're is... playing through the game and you're scared about what abilities you're going to end up picking, or if you're like, this is a little too hard, I want to make it easier for me, you can just buff yourself and... Because there are some there. moments where it's like, how the hell did I ever beat this game? Yeah. Because there, there's some... My, there's some there, I won't say anything more but like that gets ridiculous so but it's fun it's a lot of fun it really is fun and there's there's definitely a lot of replayability because there's a lot of, you can actually run blasters the whole game and um, you just there's there are avenues that make that viable and it's like that's really cool like that's awesome that I can do that there's also force powers that you don't have enough to really max out the first time like it, if you go through one side, you're like, oh man, I'm just gonna get all these these cool light side powers. You don't really fuck with the dark side powers or like the force lightning. It's just like, well, I mean, first of all, why would you not do that? Because it's so cool to shock some people. But you can you can play through again and do that. Or if you got the skill editor, that's awesome. I've never even heard of that, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it again <laughs> with that. <laughs> it's not on my backlog, but um, no, it was really cool, and I can't say anything more. Because I'm going to spoil shit. Just play that game, please. All right. So Any, anything else? Um, no, that's really what I try to really knock out this this um, this um two weeks or so. Okay. All right. 
No, pretty much. All right, so I guess to me, I'm going to try to run through. I played a lot of stuff. Um, I think I wanted to talk about Life is Strange too, but I think that's better if we wait for um, if we get somebody else who actually played it with us. Yeah, the members who played it. Yeah. Um, so I did play that a little bit. The one game that was on my actually is on my backlog that I did play through is backlog talk. Is Divinity uh, Original Sin Two? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's like a, uh, it's a kind of like a tactical RPG, um, very D and D inspired. A lot of um, like use of like abilities, and you can really like customize your character to be exactly how you want to be. And that's kind of been like the selling point for this game is that you can just like do a lot of really cool crazy stuff that you wouldn't think about like for example the combat is a lot of um almost like uh breath of the wild where it's like a lot of the environment so it's a lot of um if you see an oil barrel you can like break it and cast like fire on it and then light that whole area on fire but then also you can shoot like acid and acid reacts with fire and it explodes so to like uh like make a big explosion and then the fire will go away or if you use like water and you like shoot water or ice at the fire it'll create steam and so if you're under that steam all of a sudden you can't be targeted because people can't see you mm-hmm. and it's a lot of like messing with those kind of like abilities and stuff um you can get like really wacky with your character because you can make like all these different races that all apply you could be a dwarf you can be an elf a human a lizard you can be like a giant lizard man uh you can be an, a skeleton, and if you're a skeleton, uh, people will be afraid of you. They'll literally like run away screaming if they see your face. So you have to cover your face at all times. That's so, like, pretty early on. You can like find a bucket on the ground and wear it as a helmet, so people just don't see that you're a skeleton. Uh, stuff like that. That sounds awesome. It, it it the the quests are all very like open ended. There's more than one way to solve every single quest. Okay. Uh, the the the. The descriptions don't give you much to work with, so it's not very like go to this waypoint, do this, come back, like make a choice or whatever. It's it's like you kind of have to solve a puzzle, uh, and it's very cool. I don't love it, <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts because everybody says this is like one of the best RPGs to come out in a long time. And as you know, as I constantly talk about, I fucking love RPGs. I love RPGs so much. It's my favorite thing to play. And I don't... I'm just not convinced I love this game so far. I think the main issue is that they just kind of just throw you in. They just don't explain anything. They give you all these, like... There's, like, 20 classes that you can start as. You don't have to stay in that class, but it's kind of how you start. They don't explain what the classes are. They don't explain how the things work. It's a lot of trial and error. Like, oh, I guess I'll try this. They don't tell you... These cla- you kind of have to go online and look at guides and say like I'm playing as a lizard. What sh- what class should I be? And I didn't do that, and so I ended up being like this melee guy who steals life from people. All right. And it's and at first I was like, oh, this is fine, but it, I, I f- you feel like you're not being the best that you can be, and not until you finish Act One. Once you finish Act One, you can completely change your character, but until you do that. You're kind of stuck with the decisions you made. So the character I was was this way, and the characters that I picked, I made a certain way. 
and I ended up regretting it because it just seemed so basic and they just didn't like really mesh mesh together. Alright. And they they always like people would talk about the the content of the stories and the quests and like the level of stuff that you can do. But so far through Act One, there are no towns. You're basically on this abandoned you you crash on a ship and you land on this abandoned island. There's really not that many people to talk to and it's just combat the combat is hard it's really effing hard like playing even play on easy because you have to be really tactical you have to think about where you're positioning people you have to think about how you're gonna interact with abilities the enemy is relentless they will just crush your your allies the, the thing is you also try you have to make sure that none of your characters die because um if your character dies, they become a ghost, and you have to use a resurrection scroll to bring them back, and you only get a certain amount, and if you want to get more, you have to, like, buy them, and they cost, like, a crap load of money, and so mm. you end up, you know, like, making, like, constant, like, quick saves and quick loads, so you can, like, min-max through combat, and I ha I was under the impression, I knew that combat was going to be hard, but I thought it was going to be just kind of eventful, like, it was only going to be, like, once in a while you get into combat... But through all of Act 1, I am just constantly and constantly in combat, which was just, like, involves so much, like, effort. Like, constantly, you know, like, replaying uh, the same five minutes, just trying to be like, what can I do different so I don't get stomped? What can I do different so that I, I don't get surrounded and covered in fire and die? Uh, Sounds it awful. It just, it takes so much effort, and normally that's okay, because that's kind of, like, like Fire Emblem is kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Like the combat's really difficult, but you kind of, it's like a mission-based kind of thing. So you kind of jump in, like, okay, I'm ready for this fight. And with this game, it's not that. It usually just walking, and if you're not paying attention, some guy sees you and is like, "All right, we're fighting now." And you're like, "Oh, okay, I guess we're here." And it just took the life out of me. Also, I think another reason I don't like this game is because I'm playing it on console, and the PS4 just can't handle it. Because this huh. is meant, this is an F, this is an F4, F5 game. You know, you just quick load, quick save, quick load, and you're supposed to be doing that like an, on an instant. You know, like when you're playing right. Kotor, you're like you quick save and you quick load back in. This game, every time you quick load, it is like a minute and a half loading Whoa. screens. It is painful. The cursor to move people around, it is painful. Sometimes I will just try to move a character and they'll just make a wrong decision, and I'll end up wasting their entire turn because the cursor wasn't working right. Or I can't, like, pinpoint, like, an exact location, an exact oh, yeah. thing I want to look at. And I want to give this game another shot. I really do. I want to, like, read up on it, <laughs> read a guide, do a proper class with it, and I think I would just have to get it on the PC. I think Probably. It sounds like it. it's a PC. Yeah. Ta tailored PC game. So that's pretty much on hold right now. Next game I want to talk about is very niche. You none of you have ever heard of it. It's called Here Comes Hipster Carlos <laughs> yet again. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I found this game on on the Switch store. It had just been ported uh -huh. and it looked really interesting. It's called Masquerada. It's called Masquerada Songs and Shadows. Well, he was right. I've never heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think I think the Switch store is your exactly what you're looking for on Steam. Yeah, there's still a little bit of that, like, gross, like, a lot of, like, phone games are being ported. Yeah. But it, I do, that is true, that basically, I go on Switch and I'm like, whoa, look at that little thing, look at that little thing, and I put them on my wish list, 
The problem is that Nintendo isn't very good about sales, so a lot of those games yeah. just don't go on sale, so I'll never get them. Um, but this game, it's it kind of is exactly like Divinity 2, where it's like a top-down RPG. Tactical style. Yeah. Um, but more cartoony. It's very cel-shaded. Oh. Uh, it, it's really cool. I really like it. Yeah? It's, it's basically, it's like this world. You basically are in the city, and you're... It, the world is so thick with lore and specifics, like everything's so built out in this like unique way that's like nothing else that I just love it. It, it. It's basically, you live in this world where um, there are these things called masquerines and they're basically like masquerade masks. Okay. It's like, you know, like think of like a masquerade ball. Like everybody has like one of these masks and when you put the mask on, um, it gives you like elemental power. So you can basically become like a, like a bender from like Avatar. So you have like an element. Like I put on this mask now, I'm a, uh, now I can shoot fire. Like, I put on this mask, I can control water. That kind of thing. And the whole world is basically set up that these masks come from, like, an ancient civilization that lived in that city. They they were destroyed in some, like, cataclysm or something. And these remnants were all that was left. And so the way that the city's set up is that there's, like, a big government. But there's also, like, these specific guilds. There's, like, these color guilds. And they each represent, like, a different part of society. There's, like, the Blue Guild, which are basically, like, the common folk slash uh, mariners. Like, people who work at sea. There's the Gold there's the gold uh, Guild that, like, handles, like, justice. They're part of, like, the judicial system. There's, like, uh, a Green Guild that are basically archaeologists. And they all just basically work in harmony. There's a bunch of other guilds. They all work in harmony. Um, everything's really, uh, it's very, it feels like a renaissance painting. Like, you're literally, like, living in, it's basically, like, Florence, if it was fantasy, and everybody had, like, these Italian names, and everything, everything has a name. Like, nothing is, like, the police is something. Like, it's called, like, the feelings. People in Florence had Italian names, right? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Um, but basically, the story is that you're this character, uh, named Cicero, who's brother your older brother you play as through the tutorial and he was basically the leader of a rebellion against the main government called the mask runners Uh and they basically it causes massive civil war that's been going on for like 10 years and people are just like being killed left and right and your brother dies trying to lead like a coup against the like the mayor The the governor essentially and so you you're it's you you are that character's brother five years later who had become like an inspector called an inspettore or whatever uh, and you are an invest you get hired on an investigation to find out this archaeologist who was trying to find out how to make masquerines because there's no way to make masquerines and masquerines when you if you're wearing one and you die the masquerine breaks so there's a limited amount and this war has been causing like a drought in masquerines and people are like they're becoming more and more rare, but they're more and more necessary to break down, like, the rebellion. So you go on this, like, essentially this adventure where you just go and try to figure out what happened to this character, who was your former friend, uh, and other characters, like, come along. You find, like, people from your, like, people join your party that are essentially, like, other members of different guilds, and you get, like, their perspectives. 
Uh, Sounds neat. Yeah, the story is really cool. There's like a big plot twist, like Dun-dun. near the end, where you discover what masquerines are. There's there's like there's a lot. You go in with a lot of weird questions, but it does a good job answering all the questions and like telling you what everything is, and it's really cool. Um, the gameplay is very. It's like uh, it's kind of like Kotor essentially. Okay. But it's more nice. tactical, like over the top, like overhead, like controlling with your mouse. You like click where you want your characters to go. There's like AO, uh, there's like AOE attacks. You basically have like f- you have four attacks, and it can be like a like a skill shot where it just like shoots in an arrow, or you like click on a specific target, or you do like an AOE field. You can stop at any time and make like tactical decisions. Right. Um, but and you can also like just play it in real time. Uh, the thing that's interesting though is that it's not an RPG. Okay. It's like this is exactly like this is an RPG. This is a game that's like open world and you go and you do quests and that stuff. It's not that. It's insanely linear. It is a specific story about this character on this investigation. It's like ten hours and that's it. That's all it is. There's dialogue. It's oh, completely so you, voiced. Did you beat it? I'm I'm almost at the end. I'm like maybe oh. an hour away. Okay. Uh, it's fully voiced. It's got a great cast. I think Matthew Matt Mercer plays the main character. Matt Mercer. Yeah. He, critical role. He does critical role. Oh. He voices like McCree. Oh 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 oh. He's yeah. a big voice. He's a big name voice actor and a bunch of big name voice actors in this game. Uh. And yeah, it, it's really cool. Um. There are. The way that yeah, the way it builds up the world is really unique. It's so much detail. The one thing I feel they didn't do a good job with is that eventually there's a character named Call. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too much into spoilers. But essentially, there's like a thing about the world where um, it's not okay to be gay. Essentially, and a character is discovered to be a homosexual. All right. The way that they handle that. I think the way that they handle it is good. They do a good job of, like, telling the story about, like, someone and you, like, coming from, like, a straight white male perspective, like, being helpful to your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a good job, like, handling that. Especially coming from a state where you're like, oh, I have nothing to do with this, to eventually being like, no, you are my friend and I'm going to protect you. And there's nothing wrong with this sort of thing. The thing, though, is that... It, the game does such a good job explaining why everything is the same this way. Like, why do we have mass screens? Why are there these guilds? Why is the city like this? They're like, why is gay not cool? And they're like, I don't know. Oh, they don't explain. We, they don't explain. They're just like, no, it's just gay is whack. Can't be gay. It's like, <laughs> okay, weird enough. <laughs> uh, probably could have been handled better. So yeah, that's Masquerada. I got it for very cheap on some sale, and I'm I'm really liking it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, how are we on time? Uh, 146. Oh, way over. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. right. So. I have one, one more game, and then I'll wrap it up. I swear. Uh, this is a game I, I was really excited about. This is the game I was talking about that was like, oh, man, I can't wait for this to come out. It's called Hardcore Mecha. And... Was it that one of those porn games? <laughs> no. Um, oh, okay, okay. It's basically... I remember... When we first made this list, there was this game that I had on my list called Front Mission Gun Hazard, which was this uh, SNES game that okay. was basically it's a 2D platformer shooter where you're basically like a mech, you're like a customizable mech, and you just run across the screen and you aim your gun 
and you can customize like your loadout. You can have like different guns, like Hawken. Yeah, like Hawken. It's a, like two D Hawken. Right. Think about it like that. Uh, and it was like that, and it had like a, a very political story about like the world and yada yada. Uh, and it was really neat. And then this game was announced about a year ago, or I saw the trailer a year ago, and I was like, oh, this is like a modern take on Front Mission Gun Hazard. And I got really excited about it. And it finally came out, and I am absolutely loving it. It is like the way it's the way it looks is very like clean. It's got a very like clean anime aesthetic. Uh, and there's like these cutscenes. It's kind of cool because like the cutscenes are all basically like visual novel style. Okay. They're just like uh, like paintings or yeah, they're just like paintings that just like move, but. The, the the game when you're playing the game you're basically like a chibi version of your robot you're like this little tiny guy uh, but the way it transitions from like chibi to like full on like 2D representation of like your mech it looks really like fluid it's almost like when an anime when you watch an anime and it has like 2D animation and all of a sudden it jumps to 3D sometimes okay. that's jarring but sometimes they can like play it off just right like a lot of times yeah it's pretty they jarring. they really play it off really well well that's and good that's cool the story isn't anything crazy but i think the combat makes up for it more than enough uh the one thing that is it's not too hard of a game but it's like mission based and each one has like a ranking uh and the rankings are really hard to get a good ranking for me like if i like do like i'll so get that like a yeah like if i like do a good job like it's it's up to s it's like d to s okay if it's like i've done i've replayed missions where i just like run through barely get hit complete the optional uh objectives which are normally are which are like hey don't get hit above this or like hey make sure to kill every single of this type of enemy or oh there's gonna be like uh, an escort mission you have to do if you do that you get bonus points if I do all of that and I do it perfectly, I'll still get like maybe an A, maybe a B, and I'm like, holy shit! Like how much, how much harder is this gonna get? Right. But yeah, it, it's it's pretty fun. It's got it's got multiplayer, so that could be uh, maybe like a fun co-op adventure to go on. Ah, uh, so you're just trying to sell us to it so you can play it with us. The the one thing that is cool about this game is that it's very. I guess it's made like specifically for like Japanese Chinese audiences that are like really into mechs. They made uh, an actual toy to come alongside the game. So oh, you can really? get like the mech, which is like called like something Thunderbolt, just this blue and white mech. And you can get like an actual like gunpla action figure of the mech. And it actually looks pretty sweet. And honestly, if I beat this game and like I really like it and I see like the mechs on sale or something. I might just have really? something to put on my desk. Just gonna have just a like, desk item. It's yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, that, those, those are the main things. A little hipster. Uh, a little. How is that hipster? I don't know. How is that hipster? That's nerdy. It's That's like weeby. It's pretty. It's pretty weeb hipster. Is there even a thing? Yes. You. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. You're All the right. pinnacle. Uh. You what? know what? I want to end it with one last thing. That's what you said and one I, last no, thing ago. I want to end it with Hunter. Oh. Because oh, I want to get into that weeb. Oh. Okay. Because Hunter... Is this a you, weeb cast? Because you are pretty casual with video games, but there's also a lot of things that you haven't gotten into, and one of those is anime. Yeah. You've never seen... Other than, like... Uh, I think you've seen Naruto? Tuna yeah, Toonami, like, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, like... 
And even that, not but that's all like, way through. Like, yeah, and that's like everybody watches. Yeah, that's that doesn't basic. really count. Yeah, yeah that doesn't count. Like even if you didn't like it, you you have seen Dragon Ball Z if you're an American youth. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of One Piece growing up. Sure. Oh, I, and you know what? I did watch a little like Yu Yu Hakusho. And, sure. Tell me you saw uh, Bobo Bo. I did see a little bit of Bobo. But yeah. I was too, like, I was confused as a kid. I was like, sure. You'll be confused as an adult. Yeah, sure, but it was like, it didn't, it just, like, it wasn't confused in a good way, I guess. This is the best way to describe it. That's fair. Um, but yes, I, yeah, I'm not, I do not partake, yes. typically. But you recently got into the show The Leftovers. Oh, yes. And it's like Absolutely. one of your favorite shows of all time. Not 100%. And you, you said, Carlos, I really want you to watch the show. I do want to watch the show. And I will get to watch the show. Um, but yeah, this is a different the condition. Ba- this was, is for the uh, the other backlog. The other backlog. <laughs> this is the weed backlog. Save, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Uh, podcast pending. Um, if, if, you, if I watch the leftovers, if you watch Cowboy Bebop, yes. I will watch the leftovers. Yes. That was the bet. You heard the deciding. Yes. The, you have been going through that. And I think Tyler can agree. Howard Bebop is... That's my one, It's like one of the quintessential anime. For, oh, yeah. At least for Western audiences. I think most people who are like really even, into anime. I think even Eastern audiences. Sure. It's not as big of a deal over there. It's more of like... That was like one of like the big eye-openers. That like, hey, anime isn't just guys screaming and, and punching each other or girls putting on crazy outfits and Although, talking about the moon or whatever. Oh, well, Although I was going to say... Uh, a little fan service Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. Well, sometimes. I, I, mean, I mean, it's not just like Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball. Yes. Z. But it, it can be something... That, sorry, I, I broke the rule. <laughs> um, Faye is fan service but at least that character uses that. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like... Oh, it's fan servicey because us audiences need to see that. Yeah, but it's she literally is just like, yeah, I seduce people. That's what I do. Exactly. So uh, it's like in a lot of anime, current anime, you'll it's a thing that really bothers me where it's just a shy. They they will they will pick like a shy character and they will like draw her with big boobs, which is like you can be shy and have big boobs. That's fine. But they will she will put on an outfit that is like incredibly revealing and skimpy. And it's like, if I was that person and I was shy, I wouldn't go out wearing that. But yeah, if, well, I like, not if I was like, if I was like, very comfortable in my skin and I wanted to like seduce men or something like that, I would definitely wear an outfit like that. I feel like you're trying to seduce me right now. Well, uh, but yeah, it, with Faye, it, it definitely... The casual shirt. Anyway, just. we're getting... We're, Hunter, how do you feel about Kyle Weaver? <laughs> uh, so I'm about 10 episodes in. Right. Oh, you're 10 in. Yes. Oh, that's further than I thought. So ten. Uh, that's the episode with the with like the I got alien. A, well, so the thing is, I've, I've taken a little break because I've been watching it on Hulu, and uh, half of my time spent watching this show has been uh, watching commercials, and so uh, I had to take a break because I couldn't stand it anymore. Sure. Um, I did want to watch the show, so I've asked Tyler to borrow his uh, Blu-ray copy of the mm-hmm. show, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be watching it on that instead, and so. Um, uh, I, I do believe the last thing I remember is um, them going home to um, I, I'm blanking on his name, but the the older guy. Jet. Oh, Jet. Jet yeah, yeah, Jet's like home where his like uh, ex like lover is at the bar, like yeah. owns a bar, and 
That's uh, a good episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, that's that's the last thing I remember. Okay. So what what are you feeling about like with the story so far? Like uh, I enjoy it. Um, I would say I would like I I it's a little jarring at times. I feel like it's not super cohesive. It's not mm-hmm. meant to be. Yeah. It's it, very it's supposed it's supposed to be very anthological. Yeah. Anthological. Yeah, it's a little like uh It's one of those. Like um what's the word? Uh episodic. Episodic um like serialized mm-hmm. like uh you know where you can just have it playing, you know, any any random episode, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. there is a tie-in generally. There is there's a later story that yeah. kind of courses through. Yeah. Because um, most episodes. Yeah, and you'll start noticing that. Because that's, I'd say, Ted's about halfway, right? Yeah. It's, it's 24 episodes? Yeah. 24. Yeah, yeah, so it's a little under. They're, they'll start getting more and more. I, I figured as yeah. much. Like, but it, it was just really threw me off the first episode where, you know, uh, he stops the people with the, the drugs, like the blood-eyed stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is going to be a huge part of the story. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, you know, he's going to, like, this drug is going to be, like, a main problem that he's gonna try and like track down and like figure out what's going on and then he kills them and then moves on and I'm just like oh okay <laughs> so we're not talking about that again alright nope uh, it's just this drug that like makes everyone superhuman like you would think that that would be like a main plot line a big deal yeah but no it's just that's just the first episode so I think that has like a charm to it that, though, you know? yeah the old run that that's pretty much every episode or at least a lot of episodes are like I found this thing that can change the whole world, yeah. and they're just very slightly connected to it, yes. and they just do their part, and then they just, okay, we're done here. Which yeah. usually does end up solving that problem, but they're like, they don't care. Yeah, it's they just couldn't like, care that's not, That was our bounty. Yeah. Now our bounty's dead. Like, we can't collect. Yeah. Like, and I think that's I think Yeah, that's I, I think I messaged the chat at one point, and it was like, so they're just never going to get a bounty, huh? Right? Because yeah. like, uh, yeah. that's what it really felt like. Um but I, I really do I do enjoy the art style I think it's a good looking show so you, you so you it's one of the last would you drawn. say it's not bothering you the fact that it's animated that it's just like a cartoon no because I love cartoons I mean like you know I watch like Korra uh, yeah I love Korra okay. and Avatar and stuff like that like okay. I like cartoons okay uh, I just think like uh, I've definitely uh I would say bought into a lot of the stereotypes of anime that's kind of like kept me away. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think which that is fair. True. I, don't yeah. think, I don't think I'm wrong in that. No, you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just we'd have to for you to get into it. We'd have to find some very like erased. I think you'd really like erased, er, erased. Because sure. that, that doesn't have any tropey stuff in it. I, don't, I feel. Ah, there's a, but bit. but like deep anime tropes that yeah. he wouldn't understand. There's no like there's no beach episode. I would there's say, no fan service. But I think like, the biggest thing though is like the I think that the world is fucking cool. Yeah. Like, oh. I yeah. think that's like the biggest thing that's keeping me in it is like not that like I think like uh, um I think that like the characters are interesting and I think like I like the com like the way they handle like the combat and the fighting and stuff like that. Um, but I would say like. Just this idea of, like, this, like, very analog future where there's, like, rocket ships and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's all, like, uh, you know... Future. Kind of post-apocalypse, it's, honestly. Yeah, it does it feel like that, and it's, uh, like I said, it's very... It's that sort of, like, Blade Runner future Aliens where, almost, yeah. where it's, like, 
yeah, everything is, like, there's no, like, LCD screens or, like, there's no, uh, um, yeah, LEDs pads. or anything like that. Well, yeah, it's all, like, but yeah, it's all, like, you know, analog and physical buttons and dials. Nine, and, 90s style computers. And he's got, you know, his badass, like, uh, like, pistol, like his, uh, what is that, a, um, a Jericho? Yeah, it is a Jericho. Yeah. Uh, something with a nine. Nine four something, I don't remember. Yeah. I looked it up once, but yeah. it's an actual <laughs> it's a like little, real little baby gun. deagle. Uh, he's got you know. So there's like a lot of cool things I like about it, but I think that like I I don't know. I feel like because of that stuff, I'm interested, and I don't think that's a very common part of uh, no. other animes. You know what I mean? Like sure. I, obviously, like they're they're deeper than you know judging a book by its cover, but like I you know I feel like I see what a lot of like the the masses the like what like the the worlds that these other ones are in are like the kind of like themes or the like plots, and they're not I'm not like I haven't seen anything else that I'm like super interested. I think maybe One Punch Man I could maybe watch. I think, oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think after this, if you come out positive, which I very sure you will i think there's a lot of good like other gateway anime um to get into i think like um trigun you'd probably like trigun you would definitely like if you like cowboy bebop you definitely like trigun it's it's more it's like more of a western like more focused like literally yeah. like it's the, literally a western but in the future yeah okay or whatever and uh, it's a lot funnier one punch man is is good. I was worried. I remember, like, you said someone was trying to get you to watch One Punch Man. Uh-huh. And I thought that was a bad idea because One Punch Man, it's a good show, but it kind of works off, like, if you know no, a lot about tropes, anime, yeah. this will be funny to you because it breaks down yeah, that's, all yeah, that it's, stuff. Yeah, it's, like, all about, like, uh, expectations. and Yeah. Yeah. I, I got, I got that feeling. But I feel that, like, if you know just enough, like, if you understand, like, what Dragon Ball Z is... Yeah. And you understand why it's popular. Yeah. Then you understand why this show. I figured as much. It's good and funny, and you only have to watch the first season because the second season sucks. <laughs> well, we don't know about that. What? There's some good stuff in it. I'm, I've just been reading it recently. I got all the volumes that come. The manga. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the better way to experience it, honestly. I, that's what why it's been trying to sell. It's me phenomenal. The, yeah. the the way that the main artist. Uh, like it, 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 the kid you don't know this, but like basically like with One Punch Man is that the guy wrote like a digital comic the guy named One we stopped talking and, about video games by the way you guys can tune out yeah you can turn this off if you don't care anymore sorry wait Bye, but before you go uh, just make sure that you you heard it here that uh, Carlos will watch The Leftovers I will I watch The Leftovers this show I will watch The Leftovers tweet at him if you're still listening and uh, you should also watch The Leftovers because it's the best show watch, watch The Leftovers it's really good tweet uh, at him make sure he does it please. but yeah uh, One he is a digital artist and He's, he makes, like, basically, like, really shitty doodles. But, like, the way that the story is, it's, like, interesting enough or it's funny enough. Mm. And then, like, this guy, Yusuke Murata, who is, like, one of the most talented, like... Wait, he's that, like, he's Naruto's rival, right? <laughs> Damn. Dude, I think I just saw, like, Carlos grow a gray hair. Alright, guys. We're gonna wrap it up here. Um... Be sure to tune in two weeks from now and uh, make sure to check us out. Hunter will be dead. Social media. Hunter will not be coming. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, you say that until you see the numbers, right? Before it was two, now it's gonna be three. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't fight the numbers. Alright, so thanks for listening, guys. Do you want it? Uh,